Merritt Street, we're building a new morning show where our guiding principle is to always value your time. We'd love for you to join us. Be part of our community. Each morning will be packed full of news, information, advice, and a lot of fun. And we promise we'll never waste your time. I'm Dominique Soxa. I'm Fanchon Stinger. Join us for Morning on Merritt Street. 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Essential Television. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. John is very controlling. A show about bossy husbands. Why are you better than me? No, no, no. No, you're going to have to let me say something. That's not accurate, sir. Gets out of hand. You're going to have to let me finish, John. But see... John! A guest tries to control the other guests. No offense to you personally, but there's a time to shut up. No, when you're talking about injustice, it's not a time to shut up. The producers... You have a dishonest staff. I have been lied to. I don't appreciate you calling my staff liars. Even Dr. Phil. You are dishonest. You should go to Guantanamo Bay where the other psychologists are torturing prisoners. You may bully her with that, but you ain't gonna bully me with it, my friend. This is gonna be a changing day in your life. Have a good show, everybody. Here we go. It matters to you. That's what I want to talk about. Are you ready in the booth? Let's do it. Well, the topic of today's show is, well, actually, before I tell you, let me just bring out the guest. Why don't we do that? Kia, could you please bring out the guest? All right, guys, let's go. Let's go quickly, quickly. Make a left sit right here. You sit in the first seat. You sit in the third seat. Well, actually, that was wrong. I said you sit in the first okay. seat. You sit in the third seat. Sit. Great. Fantastic. Now stand. Let's go. Time to go to the stage. Quickly, quickly. <laughs> you walk in front of him. Let's go, let's go. Quickly, quickly. No talking. Walk lightly. You go in front of him. Let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Quickly, quickly. You're walking pretty slow. Quickly, quickly. How are you doing, Dr. Phil? Great. Jim, how are you? All right. Turn around, face the stage. John, how are you? Well, Jim and John are here. Would you say that uh, Kia was a tad bit bossy? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, don't feel sorry for these guys yet. This doesn't even compare to what their wives say they're currently putting them through. So let's just start with Jim. I am a controlling husband. I like it that way. Jim has controlled me for the 15 years that he and I have been together. I need to know where my family is at all times. Jim uses a GPS to track us. He likes to know where everyone is, what they're doing, whom they're doing it with, and expects to be reported to. I text my wife to find out if she got to work on time. I text her to find out when she's going to lunch. I freak out really bad when I don't know where they're at. They look good. You know, the heels hurt my feet. I know, but you're not going to be wearing them that long. I'm going to be sitting down eating anyways. Jim has told me what clothes to wear, what shoes he wants me to wear, how he'd like me to do my hair how he'd like me to do my makeup, and how much I should eat. I go shopping for all my wife's clothes. I wash all of her clothes. I set her clothes out for her. I've told my wife how to style her hair, and my behavior is definitely out of control. I don't know how to stop it. I can't sleep sometimes because I'm thinking about the next day of what I've got to do to stay on top of everything. My wife, Michelle, wants to leave. She can't take it anymore. I've told Jim I've wanted to get divorced because I'm tired of the roller coaster ride. When I don't know every little detail, 
It drives me crazy. I don't know how to stop being a control freak. You wrote in because you say you've had all of this that you can take. Right. And, and you're serious about that. Extremely serious. Okay. Serious is a heart, heart attack. Yeah. And tell me why. 15 years is a long time. And I can't see spending another 15 years doing this. Um, and I don't want to set this type of example for my children. Okay. Now, John and Sally are here also. You, you were just talking back and forth here, and, and I heard and you we say... we were saying that we love each other. Yeah, well, no, actually, what I heard you say is you're getting ready to walk out of here. No, what I said, first of all, and once again, please don't selectively hear, but uh, what I said was... Well, that, don't tell me what to hear. No, because what, what, what you just did was you selectively told the audience what I said, first of all, what I told my wife was that I love her. Uh -huh. And then, uh, and you, you know, Dr. Phil, I have been lied to. And over the phone, over the interviews coming here, there has been several lies, lies told to me. And as a psychologist who is honest and authentic uh, to a certain extent, uh, and by the way, I'm very authentic, to a certain extent, you should be ashamed of the type of program that you have ran, because I have been lied to, and who, I'm very who, disappointed Who was it that lied to you? Uh, Kia has lied to me. Mm -hmm. There's been some uh, stories, some things that said would not be shared, and Can, now I learned well, they are going to be shared. you've also talked to Astra, right? Yes, I, I did, Okay, sir. well, let's have Kia and Astra come out. Okay. I have the absolute best staff in television. And when you call and them a liar help. on national television, and they're going to talk to you. No, I said that you're dis you, you, you have a dishonest staff in some... Are we perfect as humans? Of course not. They're not. Can they they're, omit certain things? Yes, they can. Well, let's. I'm a human being too. And, and okay, this is Astra. Yes. Please say hello Astra. to Astra. Have y'all actually met in person? Yes. You know, when you got here, this is Astra. This is Kia. And, and they're both two wonderful people. Well, actually, you say they're liars. So tell well, me well, what. Well, no. Now wait a second. You're tell generalizing. Tell me what Astra says you lied. Yeah. What, what you say Astra lied about? Well, what, what I was, what, what I would like to say, and 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 since we're talking about it is that there's a friend that I have, and he has back problems. Lots of times he's on medication. Lots of times he doesn't think straight. I was told this morning, lo and behold, he's on standby on the phone. He's going to be... And, and, and Kia, you even apologized about that for not telling me that. It's not that I didn't tell you. It was clearly some kind of a miscommunication because he was always part of the show. Well, we were then, originally well, flying no, because, him here. Because, you, yeah, you and remember... Him you know, here. The issue is... Um, John, you went back and forth so many different times. Like I, yes, can, I did, let, sir. You, let's just keep it real. Because yes, you I said did. you wanted to do the show, then you changed your mind, and then you gave us your word, and you said you have our word, and then you changed your mind. You went yes. back and forth fifty million times. And so yes, of course, I did, there's Doctor. some miscommunication. Well, you say... always knew that Tom was on the show. Yeah. But you have and to we understand. We appreciate you being yes. here, by the way. What I don't appreciate Doctor... is calling my staff liars because no, they're I'm... not. This is what I don't like about Hollywood and the mass media. Oh. Is is is. It's, it's not real, folks. This is not real. This is so selective. Our, our past goes back 20 years. And uh, I was a government whistleblower. Uh, I was persecuted. I had death threats. I had hate mail. And this was a time that I met my wife. And we had to, we, we were forced to go out of state. We were forced to make our lives over again. We bought a mobile home that didn't even have a floor in it. That's, that's how far, because I had to flee government persecution because 
I followed my conscience. I tried to commit my life to nonviolence, to peace, and to love. And we had to start over again. And, and it's been so difficult. What I want to say, though, is I took, I took her away from her family. On top of that, Dr. Phil, I have come to realize I have neglected her. I, and that's mental abuse. That's a, I have neglected her. I have neglected her. And, and I admit to that. You said that you said he denies that he's controlling, and he says Dr. Phil needs to go work with the homeless or get a real job. Yes, and um, let, me, let me respond to and that. We don't and need to because I'm no, talking. No, and I sir, let that me was an unfair statement. That was an unfair uh, well, statement I made. She made it. I, I didn't make it. She made yeah, it. Yeah, but I did make it, and it was unfair. It was okay. a biased but, statement. But that's okay. I, 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 have a, I know you do a lot of good. I, I have a BA, an MA, a PhD, and postdoctoral work in forensic psychology. Yes. So I, I know who I am, and I don't need your I don't need your approval about that. But here's, let me finish. Let me finish. Yes, I have a master's, too. I'm proud of you for that. And I'm proud of your degrees okay. too, sir. But no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. no, no. no, no they're fine. Them. They're learning from this. Okay. They're learning from this. Trust no, me. This, this no, is, listen. This listen. Is, Here's what I know, and, and if you're honest, yes, sir. You'll hear this. When you're in a situation where you feel like it's kind of spinning out of control, or you're losing control, then fear can can make you aggressive. I'm on your side. And I'm the best friend you got in this room, whether you know it or whether you don't. She is in trouble here. She has reached out for some help. And if you will take the help, you guys can be happy and enjoy your lives and to. do a good job. But if you don't, then this is going to run off in the ditch. And she is reaching out for help. You truly want help, oh, right? yes. And she doesn't want to throw you under the bus. She's just saying, come on, I need some help here. And, and that's why I'm here. We've been through four, four marriage counselors, and things have not got any better. And this is, you know, and, and we both told each other, if, if it doesn't work here, we're divorcing. We don't want that. Well, listen, and I'm, I'm not surprised you've been th through four marriage counselors, because I suspect you <laughs> yeah. are a pretty tough horse those, to ride. Well, wait a second. I'm sorry. Counselor, we're only with yeah. a few times. Yeah, well, I would suspect that's true, but well, well, you're not going to run me out. Oh, and I'm not. Because I, I want to help again, you. Uh, don't run me out either because no, I'm, I'm a human not. being too. I, I, to I've shut me. everything yes. down and sat yeah. down to talk to you. What I'm saying is sometimes I like the marriage counselor. She doesn't. Sometimes she likes the marriage counselor and I don't. And like, for example, the last time that's when we left the counseling room, the, the marriage, and he's a psychologist, the marriage counselor got up and he went, woo. As we walked out, you know, I and I bet. thought, oh my God, you know, woo. Yeah, so, yeah, no, let, well. let me tell you, Dr. Phil, if you, if you can help us, I, I don't want to say you can walk on water, but you're, no. you're a miracle. Well, we, need to, okay. we need to slow down. I okay, think. yes. Okay. Okay, John. But let me just tell you something. I, I'm not a water walker. <laughs> I've tried it and barely won't work. <laughs> i tell you what I am. I, I'm just an old country boy from Texas that trades on a lot of common sense. Mm -hmm. And I know anxiety when I see it. I know get them before they get me when I see it. Well, and that's, and your, I know, that's your perception. That's I'm, right. And I'm, I'm a man of integrity and honesty and authenticity. Didn't say you weren't. And, well, yeah. Didn't but, say you weren't. Yeah, but I think in a roundabout way, you're, it's, you know, well. You, you haven't watched this show much, have you? No, I have not. Because no, I've been called not. a lot of things, but roundabout ain't one of them. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell yeah. you straight, and, and I'll tell you tell straight you, up. I will never dehumanize you. That's, yeah. yeah, I will never, de I will never call yeah. you a name. Well. We need to move forward here. 
Oh, yeah. that, that's fine. Okay, see, so. she's being bossy right now. See, see, oh, see what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sorry. No, well, I'm I know saying you're kidding. I, listen, I know, and I know wives, you're yeah. kidding when you say that. <laughs> but I tell you what she's doing is she's saying, she's saying, please don't blow this. Oh, Calm down. Take a deep breath, and then let's but deal with this. You know, this is who I am. And, and I life, hope that's not true. Yeah, maybe that's part of the problem. But, I, you know, life is passionate. You yeah. Know, life is passionate. Okay, well, we're not going to quit on you. Okay. Okay, and you, you want to slow down a little bit, right? Yes. So let's everybody just take a deep breath. We're going to take a break, and I'm going to chat with this couple up here. Okay. We we'll can be right back. Disagree. Okay. <laughs> No offense to you personally, but there's a time to shut up. And sometimes yeah. he you doesn't know, when you're shut talking up. about injustice, it's not a time to shut up. Let me say to both Let of you, but I'm not going to be dehumanized, <laughs> yeah. sir. And later, and listen, said, you're going to listen to like, me because I, like I don't solitude. need to be lectured by you about world but, peace. But you, you don't know me, lie, sir, and you don't do. you presume to make judgments about me. And don't but you're call, making judgments about me. No, I'm not. Don't call me a liar because of something your wife said. Now, you may bully her with that, but you ain't going to bully me with it, my friend. No, I'm not bullying anybody. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil, she's set a wedding date. She's booked a venue, a photographer, even the limo. There's just one problem. She doesn't have a groom. Is it bad luck to choose the dress before I choose the groom? This sounds crazy. Is it working? And He's had 47 cosmetic procedures. I've never wanted to look natural. If you knew before that first surgery what you now know, would you still have gone down this path? Then on Friday. What's the most you've ever spent on a dress? Over eight grand. Competing for the child pageant title. Does it bother you to dress these little girls up? That's Friday. Mike would like to control all of my life. I don't think control is a bad thing. He used to pick out my hair color and dye my hair. Mike draws my baths and tells me that I need to take a bath. Mike is in charge of our prayer life. He sets up where we sit to pray, what time we're praying. Living in the situation I'm in right now, I feel I have to have alcohol to cope. Cindy absolutely uses me as an excuse for drinking. I'm overbearing, I'm controlling. Do you get that you treat her like a child? Because she wants to be. Have you tried to control what she's going to talk about on this show? I would, I would say that yes. Is this marriage going to work if he continues to do this? He has to accept me and not try to change me. Well, that was a clip from a past show, You're Not the Boss of Me. Now, Jim here emailed me right away after watching the couple on that episode. True, that was the couple that right you saw. That show. You watched our exchange down here. Did you see yourself in any of this? I did. I did. I see the controlling ways, the bossy ways, and that's what I'm trying not to get to. Did, did you see the, a dynamic here that is similar and on, on the screen and, and here? Uh, yeah, it was amazing how similar it was. And no offense to you personally, but there's a time to shut up. <laughs> and, Sometimes yeah. he and doesn't. You know, when you're talking up. about injustice, it's not a time to shut up. Okay, and let me say to let, let, let me say to both of you, but I'm not going to be dehumanized, <laughs> sir. I'm sorry. Let me let, him have let, let me say to both of you. I've I've said before, I don't care how flat you make a pancake; it's got two sides. Right. And and I have no doubt that you are not a, a perfect wife in this. I have no doubt that you're not a perfect wife in this. 
and, and you guys aren't all bad, evil guys. I mean, they, they, there are two sides to all of this. But, Jim, let me talk about some of the things you said. She says that you'll call her every hour at her job to keep tabs on her. That you insist that she take her lunch break with you. That you pick her clothes. You pick her hairstyle. You tell her when to socialize. You track her whereabouts via a phone and computer system. That you parent as a single parent because you refuse to get her input. You choose the kids' studies at school. You choose after-school activities. The three kids run everything by you because you're just kind of out of the loop at this point. You control the spending and her paycheck. Make her doctor's appointment. Pick what vitamins for her to take. I mean, it, it just goes on. You set food and diet habits. You've taken over all the cooking. You check her Facebook account. You've persuaded your 16-year-old to sign up for the Marines. You, you've told her when you'll move, where you'll live, how the money will be spent. Uh, I mean, you're feeling really crowded here. W would you like to know what he wrote to us? Do you have it? I have it. Read some of it for us. I wanted to hear what you said. Okay. Uh, it says, Dear Dr. Phil, Hello, I've just watched your show today, January 3rd, 2011, about a controlling spouse. I am that spouse, unfortunately. I've been off from work with a back injury since January of 2010 and have had three back surgeries. I have always made the decisions for our household with some input from my wife, but I take the responsibility as a protector and provider. My wife is smart and I love her very much. She has said she thinks I am suffering from anxiety, but I'm not sure. I feel so out of control, even though I control both the lives of my kids and of her. I really want help to be able to make them all happy and want to be around me being happy. My kids and I get along fine, but my wife is suffering. I don't want to lose her. My family is everything. Please help me. I'm scared and want to be less controlling of her. We used to get along so great, and I know God sent her for me. Please tell me how to fix me. Are you surprised? that he's got that much insight into this? Extremely surprised and totally unexpected. How do you feel about what he said? It's a mixture of emotions because I had been telling him for years <clears throat> that he needed to change his ways or we were not gonna last long. And there's, there's always been so many things that I've told him that either a therapist or a friend or somebody would come by and tell him and all of a sudden it's a revelation. And here it happens again, he watches you and it's a revelation on something that I've already told him, so. But here's the problem with this, and it's not an issue for you yet because you're, you're quite a young man, but as we get older, our energy and ability to control everything, we just don't have it, we don't have the energy and so it starts, these, all these balls we've got in the air, a few of them start dropping. Right. Because we just get fatigued. We run out of gas. We run out of energy. But the, the problem is you're, you're fixing a psychological issue with an environmental control. And that doesn't work. You, you've got to deal with psychological issues psychologically. And we'll be right back. What you've just said is incredibly outrageous. And what you just showed was incredibly outrageous. Okay. Why John, are you better than me? Let me finish. Where's equality at? We're no, here. You're to... gonna have to let me finish, John. Yeah. But see Look, John. And later. I'm sorry, y'all I, I know y'all came here. You, you know you paid your ticket. 
but this is such a fair and inaccurate representation. It really is. You're not going to be able to calm him down right now. I'm going to have to talk to him. Okay. Get ready for an unforgettable February on Dr. Phil. You're going to meet families who have some shocking revelations. A marriage in crisis. There's this controlling, obsessed trust issue that he has. Are you out of control with your jealousy? I don't want to do this anymore. A daughter in trouble. Have you threatened to kill your father? Yeah. My dad hits me brutally. It was getting to where I was going to do something that I would regret. You already have. A family in turmoil. I believe my granddaughter was molested by her father. You have no facts. You're nothing but a liar. I'm not going to allow her to take him away from my kids. Real people. I'm not trying to say you're an evil person, but you are a sick person. The most remarkable guests. You're saying out loud what a lot of women say privately. The most memorable stories. You don't want to miss any of the great shows. That, I guarantee you, you will never forget. Unforgettable February on Dr. Phil. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, I'm here with Sally now. Uh, she says that her husband, John, is so controlling that she spends most of her day picking up dust bunnies from the floor and only speaking when it's allowed. Now, I, I'm going to tell you here, we're, we're going to report what you say. And, and if you want to clarify anything or debate anything, we can do that. But let's take a look at what you've had to say. John is very controlling. I think that control is a matter of perception. There are certain things that are must-dos every day. Cleaning the pool, sweeping the driveway, the floor in the house needs to be swept, rugs need to be shook, dishes need to be done. He looks around, and I sometimes feel like he's looking for fault. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells, and I feel like I'm constantly trying to please John. Whenever Sally accuses me, of being too organized or obsessive compulsive disorder, I just tell her, well, you know, cleanliness is next to godliness. John does not like noise in the house. I love a quiet home. When John's on the computer, I'm not really allowed to talk to him. 
I can say good morning. After John finishes the computer, he exercises in solitude. He likes to be alone. I think society would consider me a very, very strict parent. John mandates a 9 p.m. curfew Sunday through Thursday for our two adult sons. My sons are uh, age 21 and 22. This is the family calendar we have hanging on the wall. And here are a couple times that my husband put on here, don't make plans, don't make plans. I thought maybe we were going to go out, but instead this one everybody home for the night. It just feels like a power play. John's control has really done a lot of damage in our marriage. I very much feel like I turn to food because it is the one thing I can control. It's a decision I can make, and he's not going to stop me. If John doesn't change, I'm very close to leaving. Okay. Fair representation of how you feel. I don't want to leave. That, that was not really a fair representation. Well, let me please, if, if you all would give me a chance. Um, we live in a, in a city that is 88% economically disadvantaged. And the crime rate, uh, we have a 40% dropout. Let me finish. We have a 40% <laughs> dropout rate. Please, just give me a chance. We have a 40% dropout rate in our high school. And they have formed gangs. And there's, you know, there's stabbings, there's drive-by shootings. That's and I want, then, I want my sons, you know, I want my sons safe and sound. Now, now they're living with us. But see, that's not true because what you did was, was you doctored that up. There's lots of times where, where my sons go out during the weekday and they may stay out till 12 or 1 at night. Okay, you, you cannot filibuster here. Well, no, I'm just trying to point no. out what is accurate, okay. and that was not accurate. Okay. You, you, you are dishonest. No. You should go to Guantanamo Bay, where the other psychologists are torturing prisoners. Okay. That's no, that's, I'm, I'm telling you, please, this is not accurate. This okay. is not accurate. And okay. they John. are portraying John, me on. very inaccurate. Okay, John, and stop you, for a minute. John, John, that? come on. Come on now, let, let, me, let me help you here. Yeah, but you've already had a chance to talk with all these real showy here, images. Come on, come on. Real showy images, and we think with images as a society. Okay, John, you're, you're going to, at some point, you know you're going to have to let me say something. Sure. Get okay, I mean, give me the respect to letting me respond here. Uh, now, what you've just said is incredibly outrageous. And what you just showed was incredibly outrageous. Okay. Why John, are you better than okay. me? Let me let me finish. Where's equality at? Okay, okay John, let me We're finish. Here for marriage, okay? let, let me Let's finish. Focus. Well, evidently not. We're no, here. You're to... gonna have to let me finish, John. Yeah. But see Look, John. <laughs> come on. Now listen, you can't filibuster here. Yeah. Well, no, it's okay. It's okay. Have you what, walked in my shoes? You're, you're gonna you're going to have to let me talk here. What we just showed was your wife. I didn't say any of that. She said that. And I asked her after I played the tape, is this a fair representation of what you said? Is, is it? I think it is. Now, I just thought... May I say something? Let her finish, yeah. <laughs> I think we need to get back to the point that we're here for us. We're not here for you to argue with him or about your global views. But see, this we're is, here for yeah, us. Yeah, this is, this is a disagreement we have. I it's know, not but our argument. John, we don't have a disagreement. You're creating. Once again, you're taking things out of context. And you know, 
Well, hold I feel on. I like the mediator yeah. now. <laughs> and you know, as Americans, boy, we, we really love entertainment, don't we? While we're fighting two wars that are destroying our country and drawing okay. us deeper into debt. Okay, now, look. Now, let me just say this. Now, listen, you're going to listen to me because I, like I don't solitude. need to be lectured by you about world but, peace. But you, you don't know me, lie, sir, and you don't do. you presume to, to, to make judgments about me. And don't but you're call, making judgments about me. Don't, no, I'm not. Don't, make, don't call me a liar because of something your wife said. Now, you may bully her with that, but you ain't going to bully me with it, my friend. No, I'm not bullying anybody. You need to understand that right now. You are here for your marriage. I'm trying to get you, John, at some point, you've got to be willing to take a step back and say, you know what? I'm getting too intense here, so and you, I need to, you, I need to, yeah. I need to focus on what's important to my wife. You're dealing with real okay. human beings. You're dealing with somebody who, who has been, you know, yeah, who has just this been is, really beaten down by the government. Right, well, we're really going to take a break. It's, we'll be right back. At some point, now don't turn away from me. Talk oh, to okay. me. That's yes, disrespectful. Sir. At some well, point, well, maybe I was thinking. See, you misinterpreted my actions. You've got to say, you know what? I'm willing to hear what my wife has to say. No. And by the way, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I know y'all came here. You, you know, you paid your ticket. But this is this is you such a fair and inaccurate representation. Really it really is. You're not going to be able to calm him down right now. I'm going to have to talk to him. Okay. Would you like to go off stage and yes, talk to him? Yes, I need to talk to him. You know, John, at some point, at some point, now don't turn away from me. Talk oh, okay. to me. That's yes, disrespectful. Sir. At some well, point. Well, maybe I was thinking. See, you misinterpreted my actions. Um, at, at some point, you've got to say, you know what? I'm willing to hear what my wife has to say. Can I get in between you two for a minute? I need sure. you to look at me. Okay, you want to go off stage yes, for a minute? Please. Okay, y'all can do that. Okay, yes, okay. let's go. Okay. Now, let me tell you what I would like to say to John <laughs> and what I want to say to Jim, and I felt like that you, and John for that matter, were trying to control emotions by controlling things outside yourself. Now, I have here a letter from your son. Right. And let me first say, y'all have raised a very intelligent young man, a very articulate young man, a very thoughtful young man. That is hurting for the two of you a lot. He's missing you both a lot. He is struggling with the conflict between you a lot. And he's hoping that I will help you a lot because he sees this all slipping away. So he wrote me this letter, which y'all gave me, thank you. And you haven't read this letter. Um, with his permission, I'm gonna give it to you, but only if he gives me permission to give it to you. What has to happen here is you've gotta do something that men have a hard time doing. You know, if men deal with emotion, they read that as weakness. You know, if you have a need, if men say, I've got a need, then it's a weakness. But that's not true. 
right now, you're in a life situation that has your self-esteem really low, which is why you fear she's going to leave you. And I strongly believe what I fear, I create. If you fear it, you'll create it by overreacting to it. You don't have a big problem here. I told you too when you were up here, this is one of those relationships that can be fixed and it can be fixed in a fast hurry. But you're experiencing a real anxiety disorder and you need help with that. And you don't need medication. You need to learn to calm yourself. You need to learn to quiet yourself. You need to learn to take a chance that without making people do what you want them to do, that they will still stay around. And I can give you the skill sets to control that and give this 90 days and you're gonna see a very different dynamic in your family and your marriage. Can you do that? Because we'll start working on this right away. Thank you. In, in your town. We'll be right back. Tomorrow on an all new Dr. Phil. She's set a wedding date. She's booked a venue, a photographer, even a limo. There's just one problem. She doesn't have a groom. This sounds crazy. That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by. If you would like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. Well, we're back with John and Sally after taking a break, and I'm going to do this a little differently. I'm just going to answer questions. How can I help either one of you? Wow. <laughs> we need some communication help. We need some... Um... Self-esteem help. We need some control help. We... I'd like I'd like to say a couple things. I have neglected my wife, and a lot of the things that that she does, uh, a lot of things we do, it's it's because I have neglected her over these last years. When we when we had to move, mo when we moved away from family, we're trying to get back closer, but I have completely neglected my wife. I have abandoned her. And a lot of the things that I see now where she's reached out for help, uh, I was too busy writing, I was too busy working, I was too busy doing this. I have not been a friend. That's I have completely neglected her. And uh, uh, that's, that it's, it, it's not necessarily about bossy husbands or about control. I have high expectations. And if she doesn't, you know, let me, let me tell you, uh, my wife keeps the cleanest house in the world. And... What happens is when I come home, if there's something on the floor, if, if the rug needs shook, then I'll, then I'll shake that. She feels, she feels like I'm undermining her job at home, that I'm trying to one-upmanship. And so there's some problems there. Uh, Sally, she's, she's put on some weight lately and it's really distorted her view. And whereas I try to look at things very optimistically in the world, she looks at things pessimistically. But all along during this time, and, and, and I think where maybe that's where, where the food comes in. All along, I have neglected her. I, and 
you know, like she would want to go out and do things, she would want to do this. I wouldn't have time, and I have completely ne neglected my wife. Is there, do you have a question that I can? Yeah, the question is, what can, what can I do not to be neglectful? I need to make that commitment. What can I do to be a friend again? Okay, and can I answer that question? Yes, sir. It's, it's all about empathy. It's all about empathy. The quality of a relationship is a function of the extent to which it is built on a solid underlying friendship and it meets the needs of the two people involved. So, you know, what is it that friends do? Um, friends share things about their life. They're interested in one another's lives. They share stories and victories and tragedies. They, they laugh and talk. And sometimes I see married couples that'll get up in the morning and walk by each other in the hall and, uh, you know. But yet when they go to work, it's like, hi, Sue, hi, Bill, how you doing? Oh, what'd you do last night? They put more effort into a friendship than they do into their marriage. And so I think you have to, to work on getting back to, to being friends. And as I was saying to Jim in, in y'all's absence, sometimes we quiet ourselves internally by controlling things externally. It's like, okay, if everything's in its place, and there's a place for everything, I can feel like things are right with the world. But th that's not really true. And we'll be right back. <laughs> DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by Get one half off everything during Payless BOGO. Travel consideration provided by McCormick adds antioxidants to a savory side. Stir McCormick garlic powder into mashed potatoes for a delicious source of natural antioxidants. be in the Los Angeles area and would like to see the Dr. Phil show in person, call 323-461-PHIL. Or you can go to drphil.com and click on Be in the Audience. We have a great time here, right? Yes. You two need to really get back to basics. Question, uh, I want you to answer this in a very focused way. Why did you fall in love with this woman? What was it about her that you said, this one I want to, I want to stay with? The first thing I noticed about Sally was, was her smile and uh, the wagon with two little children that she carried around. Um, and, and then uh, <clears throat> it was that friendship, you know, it was that friendship. We shared our dreams together. Uh, you know, we talked about maybe someday starting an orphanage. Uh, you know, dreams like that. We we would spend so much time together, and and I think that to think a large extent, cute? what's that? Did you think she was cute? Oh, beautiful. Did, did you she, think yeah, she? she, she did you think she had a good sense of humor? Yes, and and at the same time, um, uh, you know, along with all of this, we accepted each other. We we listened to each other. But and then we got away from that, right? What what was it about him that you that you fell in love with? Oh, well, he was nice looking. That was what caught my eye, I guess. <laughs> and, but I think, you know, once we got to know each other, we had a good friendship. We really did. He was my best friend. We were involved in things together. And that, that was something that was, we were close to each other because we had a lot of activities together. And, and, and something that will help you at this point, 
reconnect with her is to learn to quiet yourself internally. Um, learn to really relax and just kind of let life wash over you a little bit. Because there time, there's time to work. And I've been accused of being a workaholic myself. That's right. My wife out there saying, uh-huh. So I had to say that to, or I'd lose all credibility. True. But you know, I, I, I've had to learn, and, and I think you would benefit from learning to, to really quiet yourself internally, calm yourself, and let all the stress and tension go where you have nothing to do, nothing to solve, nothing to conquer. And, and that, that's not about being worthless, because I'll promise you, you will be much more effective when you're in harness, if you take care of the horse when it's out of harness. You know, you, you've, you've got to fill yourself back up some because we need change agents in this world. We don't need martyrs. We, we need somebody that stays in the game. And to do that, you've got to take care of yourself. And that means you've got to learn some skills to, to control stress, pressure, anxiety, tension, all the things that can cause a guy to get really intense. Because you can get pretty intense, and, and when you do, then you really speed up. And you, you say and do things that you don't really mean in, in the heat of the moment. I mean, couples do that. And I'm really trying to work on, because I know right now Sally has a real a fragile image because of her overweight. And she talks about okay, her no, overweight. No, 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 let's, let's stop. Let's, I'm not oh, going I'm I'm well, to go. Let me, I, I well, don't let me mean tell that. You, I mean, John, they're, they're responding to that because they're women and you're criticizing her for her weight. Now, well, listen, I'm not going, we're not going there. Stop. We're gonna, I've never said one thing okay, negative. No, we're, gonna, we're not going there. You're going to listen. Let's, let's focus on what I am and then we're going to stop this conversation. Because uh, I'm telling you what needs to be done. And, and I've, I've given you the formula for success in a relationship. I've told you what I think needs to be done to get this back on the right track. And, and I'm going to make some resources available to you that I think you'd really enjoy. And, and, I think and, you could really yeah. throw yourself Dr. into Phil, it can and I say enjoy it. It's my, my wife, it's a, she puts herself down all the time about her being over. And that's what I meant. She puts herself down. And yeah, that I understand. hurts me, you know. Yeah, I because I think I she's it. a beautiful woman and, no. and, 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 uh, I get it. And I, I think we in need his to, defense, I'd like to say he has been supportive of what, since I've gained the weight, he has been very good to me yeah. about and, it. And if you want to get that done, we'll help you with that. Seriously. Okay. We will, we'll because help you with that, that in a very healthful, in a very healthful way. If you want to do that for you, we'll do that. And, but the expectations, I know I, I got a sneaking feeling if, if I went to my wife and said, you know, there are dishes piled up here. She would hand me some soap and a rag, you know. I mean, oh, uh, and uh, so I don't bring it up. Yes, I would. <laughs> I'd have a job yes, if I brought it up. And see, that's another thing. I'm I'm a firm believer in in household chores. I do dishes yeah. and and I do clean. But see, uh, Sally thinks that when I do that, it undermines her yeah. as a stay at home. Well, I'm going to you know, help you get over that. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> then can just so do I do it. do dishes and yeah. I, I do clean and I don't mind doing dishes. I, yeah. you know. When I, when I do them, I'll just break a few and then she says, she'll say, hey, get out of the way. Just let me do it. Works every time. Remember that one. Yeah. Um, well, my son learned that. Yeah. He, he yeah. does that a lot. But so. I'm, I'm telling you, we, we need to reduce the stress and pressure yes. here work on this focus and, and I'm going to give you some opportunities to do that. Okay. And then we'll see what happens. Okay. okay. Give me a chance to work on this. Give yes. me a chance to work on yes, this. Yes, sir. Okay. We'll be right back.
You can always stop by DrPhil.com 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There you'll discover more on today's show and learn life strategies. Well, I want to thank all of my guests today. You know, one of the things I always tell folks that are up here is, you know, there is a bit of a trade-off. I mean, up here you get up close and personal focus and resources made available to you. Uh, and what we get out of it is a teaching tool. And I hope that everybody that's in a relationship will look at the relationships today and say, do I see myself, even in part, on either side of a relationship? Am I being too submissive and not standing up for myself? Am I being too over-controlling and crowding somebody? Because trust me, nobody, nobody wants to be treated like a child in an adult relationship, and, and it never works long-term. So if you're in a relationship that has an imbalance in it, work on that. I mean, try to find a way where you treat each other with dignity and respect. If you want long-term, that's what it's going to be as a give and take. Thanks for being here today. So long. Well, I want to thank all of my guests today. You know, one of the things I always tell folks that are up here is, you know, there is a bit of a trade-off. I mean, up here you get up close and personal focus and resources made available to you. Uh, and what we get out of it is a teaching tool. And I hope that everybody that's in a relationship will look at the relationships today and say, do I see myself, even in part, on either side of a relationship? Am I being too submissive and not standing up for myself? Am I being too over-controlling and crowding somebody? Because trust me, nobody, nobody wants to be treated like a child in an adult relationship. And, and it never works long-term. So if you're in a relationship that has an imbalance in it, work on that. I mean, try to find a way where you treat each other with dignity and respect. If you want long-term, that's what it's going to be as a give and take. Thanks for being here today. So long. <laughs>